0: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. DW, reward prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Block Talk Radio. Are you ready?
0: It's time for the Get Ready Show!
1: Give me the microphone and go away The best in pro wrestling talk And that's the
0: bottom line The first
1: going
2: This right here is the future of wrestling
1: and it begins now. Can you dig it?
0: And a good evening to everyone out there. You have tuned in to the Ken Reedy Show, the best. In Pro Wrestling Talk. Thank you all for kind of hanging out on this Monday evening as we give you some of our reactions and get you set for Monday Night Raw tonight as we are on the fast lane to WrestleMania. So, you want to hear your voice heard? You want to talk to us? Give us a call tonight 347 838 9815. That is the number to call. 347 is the number to call. Check us out on Facebook. facebook.com slash the Ken Reedy Show. Again, that is Facebook.com slash the Ken Reedy Show. Head on over there now. If you haven't done so already, get on board, like it. And now right now on the page we got a show chat going. So you can get on the page if you got opinions. You know, and you can't get a phone call in, but you want your voice heard. Get on there right now. React to what we're saying here. Give us your opinion. And, and if it's good stuff, we may. we may Just read it right here on the air. Later on tonight during Monday Night Raw, we'll have a Monday Night Raw chat on the Facebook page as well. So get on over to that Facebook page. You want to be a part of the conversation over there. Again, Facebook.com slash the Ken Reidy Show, our handle on the old Twitter. If tweeting is your thing, get on a Twitter, follow us. At The Ken Reidy Show is our Twitter account. Again, that is at The Ken Reidy Show. And we have our website, com. You can listen to the show there. we got blogs, we got pictures, we got lots of great stuff over there on the website. So get on over there. Check out com. And if you want to subscribe to us the new incredible venture that we've been going... I'm saying, I keep saying new, uh, but we're, getting, we're coming close to... A, it's going to be a year soon. I think over the summer-ish we started, I don't know, 1640 PWPR. We started this new uh, platform, this new network, this new radio station, whatever you want to call it. 1640 PWPR. You got access to a bunch of different podcasts slash radio shows slash entertaining ventures, talking about fights, talking about wrestling. You want to get on board. It's so easy. This thing keeps growing in leaps and bounds. We're like over 50,000 hits. Well, thank you to everyone that continues to support 1640. Go to iTunes. Do the search. Again, it's easy. 1640 PWPR. Click subscribe. It's for free. That's right. It's for free. So you click subscribe. You're automatically subscribed. You got our show on there. You got great other shows. You got that image guy is on there. Joe Image, his podcast, Independent Wrestling Star, he's on the network. He's talking about stuff. King Firehog, whole bunch of great shows on the network. Head on over there again. I can't stress enough. It is for free. Subscribe today. Sixteen forty. P W P R. And if you think you got what it takes, if you think you got. What it takes, you might not I mean we might not put you on the network But if you think you might have a shot Send us some stuff, send us a link to one of your shows You got a, an established podcast already And you want to be on the network Email me, email King Firehawk Give us a link We'll give your show a listen And maybe we'll put you on the network And that's what this network is all about It's all about you know our audience Listening to other people's shows And other people's shows coming on to our show And it's just kind of this It's a community, it's just good stuff It's peace, love and happiness So if you think you got what it takes You got a show, you want to be part of the 1640 family Send us an email, we'll give a listen Maybe you too can be part of 1640 PWPR A lot of stuff to get into tonight In the world of pro wrestling As we head on down that road to Wrestlemania A lot of stuff going on AJ Styles, the Royal Rumble just happened The Beast Incarnate on his way uh fast lane coming up lots of stuff to to get into and discuss and couldn't do without my tag team partner who is on the line dave how you doing this evening with wrestlemania season in
1: full swing there's no shortage of pro wrestling talk from you and i but let's just get right into it
0: yeah first off before we get into the the, the fun stuff and the dissecting of things and and all the uh you know stuff we love to do here uh Uh, A little little bit of sobering news uh, that broke today, and, uh, um, you know, Bret Hart, if you haven't heard yet, Bret Hart announced today uh, via social media that he is, in fact, uh, fighting prostate cancer. Uh, He will be uh, having surgery shortly uh, because of the the prostate cancer, uh, to treat the prostate cancer. Um, You know, if you want to see the full release, we did post a link to that on our Facebook page. Uh, you know, Brett, you know, I, I was a huge fan of Bret Hart. Uh I was a Brett guy. Uh I've always said it was always difficult for me to get into Shawn Michaels as a wrestler because I was a Brett guy. And uh consequently, because of that, I had to hate Shawn Michaels. Um and it's sobering when you hear, you know, one of your heroes uh battling the the, the unfortunate C word. Um but they came out today was always a big fan and uh if anyone could fight this, uh it's Brett. So uh all of us here uh, at the Kane Reedy Show, obviously we are sending Brett uh all the well wishes we can, uh positive vibes and all that other good stuff. Um but again sobering news Dave when you you know you, you get all caught up with uh you know storylines and, and you know who's burying who and, and what should they do for WrestleMania and y you, you you talk about it with such importance and everything, and it's fun, ultimately. Uh, When you get hit with something like this, it's very sobering news, and again, sending him positive vibes. Very,
1: very unfortunate for uh, Bret the Hitman Hart. Love love him or hate him? Um, You know, he he made it it clear in his statement that he's going to fight this, and, uh, you know, he appreciates all the love and support from all his fans, and, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Bret Hart guy. I've, I've like Brett, but I'm not a huge fan. Um, but my best wishes to you. You know, let's hope that you know you can beat this thing. Cancer's ugly. It doesn't. It doesn't take a day off, and there's no exception to anybody. Whether you're a celebrity or you're a nobody. So uh, you know, best wishes, and uh, you know, hashtag fight Brett fight.
0: And I'll tell you, man. You know, one of the things with Brett, and it's, it's been tough in, in recent years. Um, You know, he has been the happiest of campers. Uh, He's been very critical at times of of wrestling, uh, the wrestling business and everything. Um, If there's anything positive that could come out of this, I hope Brett um, is taken back and recognizes, like, how many people uh, he's affected positively through his wrestling career, how many people are fans. I mean, you know, as a wrestling fan, I mean, that's all you saw today on on, uh, social media. Like you said, the hashtag, FightBrettFight. Um, You know, so you you just hope that Brett realizes that uh, There's literally millions of people out there that are pulling for him And, uh, again, best wishes to Brett um, in this battle But uh, let's get into, uh, you know, again, the fun stuff I mean, you know, sometimes we got to talk about uh, things like that But let's get into some of the fun stuff And uh, what's got to be really a lot of fun um, At least for me to just kind of picture Is is Vince McMahon sitting in... uh, whether it's the gorilla position or the AV room or his office, wherever he is, and just watching The Rock say, I'm going to go off script and think about how he must be squirming or, like, throwing things in his office, or just be sitting there like, oh, Jesus, what's The Rock going to do now? And, uh, I, you know, I guess that was, like, coming out of last week's Raw, I, I mean, highly entertaining. Uh, I joked, man, like, when The Rock got out of his, his truck last week, holy cow. I mean, did he have, like, three scoops of his pre-workout? That dude was bouncing off the walls when he got out of his truck. Funny stuff, but, you know, as, like, The Rock comes out, and and as a fan, everyone loves it, and then it's like, you know, number one, does the WWE have a sexism problem? And and number two, like, all the fans that were dressed up in the front row, and oh, my God, The Rock said Hulk Hogan. So, uh, as much as as a fan, it's like a... uh, Fun loving, hey, look, we got a little bit of uh, classic rock to entertain us on a Monday Night Raw. He goes off script, causing, I mean, it it wasn't earth shattering, but Dave, you know, caused a little bit of controversy over the course of the week. Well, yeah, I mean, his appearance was, was, you know, speculated on our show and,
1: uh, you know, other wrestling media outlets. And for what he did, I mean, it was funny. You know, The Rock, I've said before, he's in a class by himself when it comes to him and the microphone. You know, you can you could talk about the best stick in the business and you put him right up there in the top three, top five maybe. And uh, the stuff he did, you know, going off script, I mean, that's what makes it so much fun. That's what makes him, you know, who he is. And, I mean, you can't say for for all the money in the world that in his heyday, you know, The Rock was, you know, word for word script scripting everything in his promos back in the day, you know, during the Attitude Era. Rock was a very off-the-cuff kind of guy, and that's how, that's how he became so damn entertaining and became the big star that he is today. So I thought that was pretty funny and pretty cool that he did that. Um, you know, big deal if, if McMahon and the rest of the, you know, the, the management in the back were freaking out over it, but it made for some funny TV. I, was, I, I did enjoy the exchange he had with New Day. I thought this stuff was good. Good for New Day to get involved in a segment with The Rock, get a little bit of a rub. Um, you know, add add that to their resume. But I was kind of disappointed that he just came in just to do that and didn't really make his intentions clear for WrestleMania, um, which I imagine his intentions will become more clear in the next, you know, month and a half or so, maybe in the next two months, as we get closer to WrestleMania. But I was pretty disappointed. He kept saying, are you ready for WrestleMania? Ready for WrestleMania? He kept asking everybody if they were ready. And then this New Day promo came out. Yes, and albeit that was great, I just was disappointed that, Whatever role he's having on the show, it hadn't been determined yet. And for me as a fan, I would have liked to have seen that. I think a lot of people would have as well. On the other hand, maybe some people don't necessarily care for that. As long as he's on the show, it doesn't matter what he's doing. But overall, it, it, it was fun stuff. Um, the stuff he did with you know, the, the guys dressed up in the front row. And just overall, in general, his appearance definitely um, helped Raw. And, and truly, I mean... They, the WWE kind of does a disservice to themselves when they put him out there, and he blows it away at the microphone. It's a te- it's a it's a it's a telling sign as to what the rest of your roster is like holding a stick.
0: Yeah, and that's just it. I mean, it becomes a a a telling sign of of you know it's it's a weird kind of vibe because you just you see The Rock come out, and you, and you just wonder. You know, Vince, Vince, like, are you not seeing this? Are you not seeing... And and I'm not saying that we necessarily have another rock uh, anywhere on the roster. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, he's something special. Um, You know, he's in a rarefied air as far as what he can do on the microphone. However, he got there because he had a lot of freedom to kind of develop that character, to kind of, quote, go off script early in his career, um, to kind of get to a place where he's comfortable on that mic. And you just wonder why there isn't a little bit more freedom for some of the newer guys to kind of develop that character, uh, develop their style, develop their cadence. I mean, there is no better way to learn how to give an effective promo in front of a live audience unless you give a promo in front of a live audience. You can practice all you want. You can sit and look in the mirror you, you can make facial expressions. You can practice on your own. Uh, you know, you can practice with a microphone, something. But unless you're in front of a live audience cutting a promo, um, it, it just, you're never going to get any good at it. And it just seems like the WWE has gotten so caught up with that, like, idea of scripting promos that a lot of these guys come off as stale and mechanical. And then you're right, man. Like, you know, it's like you kind of get lulled into this, like, all right, these are WWE promos and. You, you don't realize, like, and I, I don't want to rip on people, but it's like you don't realize how bad they are until someone like The Rock comes in and until a guy like The Rock is going off script and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you're missing now. On, on the three hours of Raw that we you know, that dead horse has been beaten a million times. But when we talk about three hours, yeah, if you had a couple of guys on the roster that could – such a really solid promo, um, you know, and, and eat up some time and not, like, boring you, but giving you, like, a, a juicy, meaty promo, um, that, that would help a lot. And uh, Barack, when he comes back and cuts promos like that, really puts the spotlight on the lack of effective promo work that, that occurs on WWE television. Uh, I think you're right, Dave. The, the role at WrestleMania kind of left me a little bit flat Um, you know, it was fun, it was entertaining, I had a good time with it, I I chuckled, he's The Rock, he's great at it, um, but I wanted to see, uh, you know, I wanted to hear what he's going to be doing at WrestleMania, uh, the intriguing thing is the way everything played itself out, um, it was almost, you know, for me, like, knowing that The Rock is going to have some sort of involvement at WrestleMania, you think about all these big, lofty plans, matches, whatever, that... That he could have at Wrestlemania You know there was the talk against Triple H uh, You know the rumors were swirling Brock and Rock um, You know at this point Dave Is it possible When when you have like what happened on Raw last night That um, Either a six man tag Or just the, the Rock Is in the Usos corner uh, To keep New Day honest at, at Wrestlemania He's just kind of a corner man on, on that day
1: I don't think for the Usos. No, I think if anything, he'll be a cornerman for Reigns against Triple H uh, for the WWE title. I, I think, and I and I think that is that could go fifty-fifty. I think the reason why they would go that direction is to try and get the positive reaction that they want Reigns to receive as a babyface by having somebody as popular and as polarizing as The Rock. Um, but we saw what what happened last year at the Royal Rumble. When you put The Rock in the same ring With Roman Reigns It did not get the reaction that they wanted um, So I'm kind of curious As to what they have Planned for The Rock I mean The Rock has stated on social media When they made the the big announcement That he was going to be a part of Wrestlemania Excuse my French but he said that you know They were going to break records And he was going to do some next level type of shit At Wrestlemania So I'm kind of curious as to what that exactly is going to be um, You know I I can't imagine it being um anything less than what he's done before. You know, the past few years he's just made non, you know, wrestling roles at WrestleMania. The, the 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 awesome exchange with him and Ronda Rousey against the authority last year, the year before, the big uh you know, uh torch passing, beer bash with Hulk Hogan and Steve Austin in New Orleans. Uh so I mean it's it's definitely gonna be something pretty cool. That he's gonna be involved in. Um I'm kinda of hoping he's involved in the Reigns Triple H uh angle to um kinda of add some juice to that match because I have a feeling that, you know, his role in that match is important and needed, especially if they're trying to uh build up Roman Reigns to be a big deal um moving forward and to be the number one guy. And there's 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 different ideas that I can get into as to how that could work um, with The Rock involved that we'll discuss at a later date, or if you want to discuss it now, by all means, I have no problem doing that either. But needless to say, whatever he does, it, Rock's star level um, is definitely going to help WrestleMania.
0: Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, I mean, a guy like that's always going to help WrestleMania. You just, you know, you hope. I mean, it, it, you, you know, you bring up a good point. I mean, it's it's incredible, and that goes back to our show last week. You know, when... Or do you uh, pull the plug on the the Roman Reigns experiment? Um, You know, that idea, you know, the rock coming down and embracing Roman Reigns did not get Reigns cheered, it got rock booed. If that's even possible, you know, I mean, that's incredible. Um, You know, so when you look at that, you wonder, you know, is is, is that going to be enough? I mean, The Rock comes down in Reigns' corner and Reigns is going after uh, the title again. Um, is that enough? Or, you know, do they have to scramble and wind up doing something else at WrestleMania? Uh, you know, I hope that whatever they do with Rock, that um, at some point, somehow, they get a mic in his hand. Uh, but it goes back to our conversation last week. Like I said, you know, are are they still going to go forward with this Roman Reigns experiment, or is it time to move on? And it's just, it's not going to work. So, I do think it makes for some interesting talk moving forward. As you look at this WrestleMania season, and you look at, um, you know, the guys that they have in between, uh, you know, knowing that The Rock is going to have some sort of role, uh, knowing, like, all the injuries that have occurred on the roster, knowing that the Roman Reigns experiment has not gone Uh, according to plan when you put all that in play it it really makes for when when the wwe is trying to put together the biggest wrestlemania ever um you know there's a lot of question marks which is going to be a lot of fun for those of us who do shows like this and got to put our fantasy booking hats on every now and again and speculate exactly what direction they're going to go in and the dirt sheets are all a flutter uh, you know, potential matchups And what are they going to do now with, with this guy And who should go after the championship And how are they going to sell 100,000 seats And one well, of the crown jewel for years now At WrestleMania Year in and year out And I, I know he lost But it's still, you know, who's the undertaker Going to wrestle at WrestleMania He had the streak for years But he's still at the high-end character He's still a selling point for WrestleMania It's still a big deal Because he is a part-timer Who is Taker going to go up against at WrestleMania? The big thing that that I'm sure the WWE is looking at, a huge selling point. Rumor was it was going to be John Cena, which is very intriguing to me. Would have been intriguing uh, just due to the fact that I don't see Taker losing again at WrestleMania, but against John Cena, that's a big, big question mark. So there's a lot of intrigue as far as the outcome. John Cena's on the shelf. Another, you know, interesting thing, where do we go with The Undertaker? Like I said, dirt sheets all aflutter. And the rumor that we're hearing is Strowman. Strowman, Braun Strowman, to go up against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And I have some major issues with that. And I know Dave does too, so I'm going to shut up for a little bit. I'll get to my issues but I want because I know Dave, you're a little bit heated when you heard this. I don't like it at all. Like, I'm just gonna let you loose. Like why? Like what are the problems with booking Taker Strowman for WrestleMania?
1: I first of all, excuse my French again, but I fucking hate that idea. Absolutely hate that idea. There were rumors that they wanted to do Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, and I hated that idea too. I mean, I understand you're trying to build for the future, but Somebody who doesn't, who has limited ability, like him, in the ring, like he's like equivalent to like the the skill level of the great Kali, um, you know, when Kali started out. Um, I don't like it at all. I don't. I don't think it's a. I don't, it it makes every single Undertaker match prior to this match meaningless. I mean, if you think about it, here. I mean, Undertaker's had these phenomenal matches with. You know the, the, the CM Punk. Well, actually, I shouldn't really count him because I don't like CM Punk. It was a good match, but Michaels, Triple H, Batista, Edge. I guess you could say CM Punk. He had a decent showing against Bray Wyatt last year. You know the the big match in New Orleans, the Streak match wasn't great bell to bell, but the shock factor was there. Nobody saw it coming. I mean, you put him in there with Braun Strowman, it's like it'll just it'll, it'll almost be like watching an episode of SmackDown back in 2007 when he was wrestling the Great Khali. It just won't it. it I don't think a guy like Stroman is ready. The rumor is that they want to do him and Big Show at Fastlane so he can go over Big Show to get him ready for Undertaker. However, I just read this morning that the Wrestling Observer is saying that Stroman and Undertaker is not on the books. Not on the card. Which leads me to a couple of things. One, I probably think that they realize, well, shit, you know, this is Undertaker we're talking about here. Yes, I know he's going to work with a young guy and giving this guy the rub is good and all, but considering the circumstances with the injured roster and WrestleMania being in the shape that it's in, this is going to be a huge letdown in Texas for Undertaker. So it kind of leads me to believe, and and, and I'll, I'll go on a limb saying this. I'm not predicting it, but I'm strongly hinting that there is a good chance that John Cena could be back in time for WrestleMania against The Undertaker. I mean, his shoulder surgery it was a, it was a success. Cena's been known to heal up quicker. His neck injury in uh, two thousand and seven, uh, you know the the or two thousand and eight, the triceps tear in two thousand and seven. Um, you know he's had a few other injuries after that where he's come back quicker than people expected him to. Um, You know he's a freak in the gym genetically, and uh, it would not it would not surprise me if he were to come back around March. I'd say and and to start a build up with Undertaker, do that match, and then Cena leaves. Cena just works WrestleMania, then he leaves to continue rehab, or he's back full time again like he normally was, um, like he normally was scheduled to be. I, I think that's a there's a there's a there's a strong possibility that that's the case. And I say that because Cena has been throwing uh, pictures and videos out there on social media of his of his workout and his rehab, and I don't know. I just can't. I'm not counting him out yet. Let's just put it that way. I'm really not counting him out, and I'm hoping that he does come back selfishly, just so that we don't see Braun Strowman and Undertaker. I just don't think it's a WrestleMania worthy matchup. Maybe at a B level pay per view like a like a Fastlane or or a, a Night of Champions or even a Hell in a Cell, but not at a WrestleMania. Not at WrestleMania whatsoever. I, 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 I think it's awful, and it would definitely it would definitely make Undertaker's match and his role at WrestleMania. It would feel diminished if you put him in there with Braun Strowman. And I'm sure that the guy is going to be talented someday, and they, they see dollar signs on him because he's enormous, and they probably want to make him into the next Kane, the next big show, because of the way that he's been going through big guys as of late. But... I wouldn't put him in there with Undertaker. If anything, if you wanted to do something with Braun Strowman at WrestleMania, you make him a big focal point of the entree of the Giant Memorial
0: Battle Royal, but not
1: against Undertaker. I think it's an awful idea.
0: Uh, yeah, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I think that number one, you do you kind of discredit and diminish uh, everything that the Undertaker has done. Um, number two, it's it's just you know as we're getting close to the end of the Undertaker's career, you know, I mean, who knows? This could be his last WrestleMania. Um, you know, number three, uh, you know, there's no suspense. I mean, Taker's winning this match. Um, and the other thing on the other side of the coin for Strowman, I mean, Strowman's still, like you said, I mean, he's 32 years old. Okay. I I think that's, you know, a guy that size, if used the right way, uh, there's a lot you can do with him. Um, if you try to do like a quick build, a quick build, a few months to make him look like a monster, just so it can make sense for him to go against The Undertaker, just so he can lose to The Undertaker. I, I don't know if it's good for Strowman either. I just don't think it's, it's a good move for everybody. I agree with you, Dave, whether it's the Andre the Giant battle royal or he doesn't even have a match. And whatever Bray is doing, we make sure Strowman is there in his corner and maybe he does something like devastating in, in that match to just show like, how unbelievably strong he is. Um, but he's a guy, like I mean, he's a specimen when you look at him, but he's not good in the ring. Uh, the other thing, like health-wise, I mean, if I'm the Undertaker, I don't necessarily want to get in the ring with him. I'm definitely not trying anything crazy, which again will diminish the quality of the match. Um, so I just think it's, it's a bad, I think it's bad for everybody. It's bad for Taker's uh, career. It diminishes his role at WrestleMania. It's bad for Strowman. I just don't think it works. And I know we're We're all commenting on a rumor, um, but if if anyone's listening to all the podcasts and dirt sheets and opinions and anything else out there, uh, none of us are in favor of this sort of matchup. And you're right, I mean, there was a picture, you know, John Cena's got an adaptive bar uh, that he's using now so he can get in the gym and squat because he can't actually lift his arm to hold the bar, but he's in the gym at least doing legs and doing squats. Um, He is a freak of nature. Um, if there's any way that that Cena could be back for this, um, he will be. And the other mm-hmm. thing with with uh, a match such as this, especially with the Undertaker, and let's face it, a lot of the Undertaker's matches of just for WrestleMania are like just getting challenged. So if Cena come, you don't need a huge build. If Cena is able to come back and he's you know thinks he's going to be ready for WrestleMania, and at least he's ready to come back and, and cut a promo. Yeah, Cena could walk back in there. He could, like, you know, cut a promo in the beginning of March on Monday Night Raw and say, there's so many things I've accomplished over the course of my career. Um, You know, I've done a lot, but, you know, I I want Taker at WrestleMania. You know, and there you go. There it is. There's a storyline. There's the build. There it is. Uh, So, you know, and all you need is for Cena to be, you know, at least the prognosis for him to be healthy at WrestleMania he got the promo. He's just got to be healthy enough to hold the microphone. So well, remains to be good. What do you say, Dave? You
1: know, well, I mean, if you remember a few years back at WrestleMania 27, um, you know, Triple H and The Undertaker—that was the big. That was one of the big marquee matches for that WrestleMania in Atlanta. That was the first. I'm uh, sure I should say that was the second match that the two of them had. And uh, you know, if if you were if you go back and you remember. Um, You know, in the fall of 2010, Undertaker was written off of TV because he had uh, rotator cuff surgery for his shoulder. And he technically wasn't scheduled to return for WrestleMania. But he came back early to work WrestleMania and work against Triple H. And the reason why he was off for a year following that is because he re-injured his shoulder in the match with Triple H. Now, I'm not saying that I want John Cena to come back and re-injure himself just for the sake of me, selfishly as a wrestling fan, seeing him wrestle against The Undertaker, but it would not surprise me if something like this were to occur, where if Cena was, you know, not ahead of schedule, but if he was doing okay and they just had him work this one match just to help sell WrestleMania, and then he takes a sabbatical following that, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me one single bit. It's not the first time that WWE's done something like this before.
0: We'll no, see what happens again. You know, I, I do find it very interesting at this time of year, with the injuries and and with everything else going on in the WWE, that uh, it, it leaves you open for a lot of fun fantasy booking. Three four seven eight three eight nine eight one five is the number to call. Uh, you know, it's about that time. After the break, we're going to dissect uh, our thoughts so far on AJ Styles and what he's done uh, in the WWE in his short tenure thus far. Uh, is the AJ Styles thing working? We will discuss. We want to hear from you. Give us a call. But right now, it is time for the Day 5 5050 News Report. Good evening.
1: You know what? You all know what time it is. Ears open, mouths shut. It's time for the most informative pro wrestling news to be delivered as only I can. This is the Day 5. Now, this wouldn't be possible without a little help from our friends at 1640 PWPR. Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio Network, and more. Subscribe for free on iTunes right now to be a part of the evolution of Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. Now, let's not wait any longer. Time for the news. The Wrestling Observer reports this week that after neurologists at UCLA had cleared Daniel Bryant to return to active in-ring action, the rest of the roster backstage at the Royal Rumble eight days ago we're expecting a Bryan return as a surprise entry in the Rumble match. The Observer also states that WWE officials had told Bryan recently that he would not be cleared to return to action and that there were other non-wrestling roles discussed for the leader of the Yes movement. Allegedly, Bryan pled his case to Vince McMahon, who also said Bryan wouldn't get clearance, but didn't say that this was indeed 100% accurate. Needless to say, Brian still needs to be cleared by WWE's head physician, Dr. Joseph Maroon, in order to return to active competition in WWE. As of right now, we can only take this as simply speculation. Speaking of backstage banter, former WWE superstar Batista was backstage at the Royal Rumble event in Orlando to discuss a possible role at WrestleMania 32 with Vince McMahon. The appearance was allegedly a one-and-done kind of deal. Not sure if a match was offered or simply a non-wrestling role. Reportedly, Batista turned down the offer, but word is that Batista would entertain the idea of appearing at WrestleMania if WWE creative comes up with other ideas. Lucha Underground kicked off their second season premiere last week and talked backstage at the TV tapings as a third season has been green-lighted on the El Rey Network. The organization began taping season two in late 2015. This past weekend's tapings were for Season two's season finale. Company officials did inform talent that episodes of Lucha Underground will be available on iTunes in the coming months for those who are without the El Rey Network. Tapings for the upcoming third season could start as early as March, but those plans are not definitive yet. To those who thought we would see a Hardys reunion in WWE in the very near future,
2: don't hold your breath.
1: TNA President Dixie Carter announced on social media this week that the company had come to terms with Jeff Hardy on a new agreement. Hardy's deal with TNA was set to expire in the next few months, and with TNA now receiving rights fees to air impact from Pop TV, available funds helped secure the deal with the charismatic Enigma. This deal is expected to be a multi-year contract, but specifics surrounding the deal are unknown at this time. And in our final story this week, the long-awaited signing of one of the most talented and gifted Japanese wrestlers has finally come to fruition, as Shinsuke Nakamura has officially signed with WWE. An announcement regarding his signing made the rounds on social media this week, following the announcement of his debut match with WWE at the NXT TakeOver Dallas event, Friday, April 1st, during WrestleMania weekend. His opponent for that event will be no other than Sami Zayn. The announcement, which garnered a huge reaction at the tapings, as well as all over the wrestling community, was made during an NXT TV taping last week. Nakamura finished out his obligation to New Japan Pro Wrestling over the weekend, and his send-off was said to be very emotional and heartfelt, according to reports. Nakamura is expected to report to the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida in the coming weeks for medical evaluations and to get accustomed to the training facility and the surrounding area of the facility. And there you have it, folks the best damn wrestling news report, and all of pro wrestling podcasts seen, bar none, has come and gone. However, for a transcript of tonight's news, head on over to the official Facebook accounts of both The Ken Reed Show and 1640 PWPR, immediately following tonight's broadcast, in case you missed anything. Now let's kick it back to Ken for more of that pro wrestling talk we've become so famous for.
0: Good stuff, as always. Very comprehensive news report. Let's go out to the phones. I think our friend Justin's on, on the line. We talked to him a little while. Justin, is this you? It yeah, is me, Ken. Hey, Justin. Whee! What's up, bro-chacho? I missed you, Ken. Miss you, too, man. I got to ask you, you know, did you get to watch the Royal Rumble?
1: Not really.
0: <laughs> okay, then. Well, you heard what happened, that Triple H is uh, the champ? Yes, he is. I love him. Oh, so you're a big Triple H guy? Yes, I am, Ken. So you psyched that he's champion?
2: Oh, yes, he is. He, he's like,
3: he's, he's so athletic.
0: He is athletic. You're correct. Um, yeah, so you heard last week on Raw that they're going to do a triple threat match for the number one contendership, so... You know it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. Who do you think is going to win that match? Uh, Roman Reigns. Do you think Reigns is going to win, so he's going to go after the title of WrestleMania?
3: Yes, he is.
0: Okay. You kind of like your 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 answers tonight are very uh, short.
1: You got that right, Ken.
0: <laughs> what a ham. So what else are you looking forward to tonight on Monday Night Raw? Anything you're really looking forward to? I'm assuming you're watching tonight, right? What do you want to see? I want to see um, the Undertaker's career. You want to see his whole career tonight on Raw? I want to see see the Undertaker. I would like Mm -hmm. to see the Undertaker tonight, too. That would be cool if he surprised us all and showed up tonight uh, on Monday Night Raw. Um, That's, that's good It'd be cool to see the surprise I got Last week we had The Rock It's kind of a surprise This week The Undertaker That'd be neat Before I let you go though I gotta ask you You know, I, I'm sure you probably saw But uh, I gotta ask Are you excited About the new show Coming out on the network The Edge and Christian show Yes I am Ken I'm so excited I'm glad you're excited Justin Thanks a lot for the phone call Don't be a stranger Call us again real soon Alright brother
3: all right, and tell Dave he's he's the man.
0: I will make sure Dave gets that message. Okay. All right, take it easy, brother. Ken, you're the man too. Thank you, I appreciate it. I love when you call, man. It's just like it's it's a it's a feel good few minutes when you call. Just it's like you know, we just uh, beef up our egos, you know. Feel good about what we're doing here. You're the man, Justin. Thank you, Ken. All right, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Take it easy. And our friend Justin. I don't know if you heard the that day, but you're the man. Well, thank you. I know I am the man, but thank you. So, there we go. So from Justin, uh, Justin always uh, full of compliments. And uh, uh, we're going to get back to the phones in just like, a couple minutes. But I just I wanted to touch on this. I think it's also a good uh, convo piece for some of our callers. AJ Styles. Um, interesting stuff with AJ. Uh, you know, talented dude. uh but a guy, you know, let's let's call a spade a spade, you know, I, when you look at AJ Styles, great in-ring talent, very athletic, love watching him work. At times in his career, Mike work has been suspect, uh not consistently good, uh sometimes character-wise, um it, he can lag a little bit. Uh you know, he's he's not the guy that you look at and say, "Wow, he's really charismatic." Um, you know, and it was interesting. I honestly, and I'm curious, 347 8, 8, 8, 8, I'm curious your thoughts. Last night on Raw, I got to be honest, I was psyched when I saw AJ Styles versus Jericho. I didn't think the match was very good at all. Um, I thought it was, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh my God, that match sucked. Um, but it seemed off. The timing seemed off. Uh, they, they seemed awkward together. It appeared as if that uh Jericho was calling a lot um and I get it that a j is new, but it still looked like he was calling a lot for someone who i know he's new to the w w e but he's still a veteran in the wrestling business um so it was just it was one of those weird things that I was expecting a lot of that match i I didn't think it was good now I know i get it like this is what we do. I know I'm not supposed to be taking a pulse this early in his w w e career but Hell, I have a show, so that's what I do. Uh, the thing that I, I, would be, I would be concerned about a little bit with AJ Styles um, and that whole idea that, you know, guys now, you know, they come in and, and fans and, and everything, we, we all, like, we see these guys come in. It's like, no, debut them on the main roster. Don't make them go to NXT. Bring him on the main roster. And on one hand, and I would be one of those guys. You bring AJ in, put him on the main roster. However, you've got to look at the other side of the coin. That could AJ going to NXT for a month, a couple months, get his feet under him as far as the WWE style, uh, wrestling style, and then coming to the main roster, uh, you know, might be better for him. Again, it's too early to take a a temperature, but when I see what I saw last week, I kind of think that AJ is a guy that for the AJ Styles, for the phenomenal one, for that character to get over... Because of his his lack of uh, ability, I don't say lack of ability, but you know, not, not his uh not being a strong suit, talking on the mic and building a character. For him to get over, he's got to have some pretty amazing matches. He's going to get over based on his in ring work, and you know, I know wrestling fans. We've seen him, you know, but there are a lot of fans out there that are purely WWE fans. That you know, this is that they may have heard of AJ, but now they're getting to. To see him for the first time And I just didn't think the match Lived up to uh, expectations at all And I'm just I'm really hoping That it was just kind of a glitch Growing pains Who knows Dave Maybe it was even nerves Uh, His first night out there Monday Night Raw His first singles match uh, In a WWE ring Um, But I, I I gotta admit I was a little taken back At how rough I thought the match went
1: yeah, it didn't it didn't uh, you know, live up to expectations. I will agree with you. I think it started off a little uh, uh rocky at, at best. Um, you know, bad timing, maybe even chemistry not the greatest with Jericho. Um, you know, you, here's another thing to take into account too, not faulting, not trying to fault Jericho, but since Jericho has returned, his first official match at least on TV was at the Royal Rumble and he went over 51 minutes in the Royal Rumble match. And then the next night he's got a singles match with AJ Styles, so maybe you can, you know, you can, you know, I wouldn't say lay some of the blame on Jericho, but I'm sure that whatever he contributed to it was was part of the reason why um, the match didn't go off as as well as others had hoped. could it be like you said, nerves? Very possible. Could it be you know just he hasn't worked the WWE style? Yes, that's very possible. Um, who knows? I mean, the, the the positive coming out of this though is that number one, they still treat AJ like he's a big deal, new guy on the block. Um, you know, really uh, driving home the point of all the success he's had outside of WWE without naming companies he's worked for, like TNA, for instance. Um, and the fact that Jericho endorsed him after the match, I thought that was pretty good with the handshake and raising his hand. Uh, like I said, it started out a little rocky, but it picked up, uh, you know, in the middle and towards the end. So I think maybe, like you said, it just was some kind of growing pain. Um Maybe, that, and to me, I, I thought it was cool that he wrestled Jericho, I was digging the announcement, but I thought maybe that's something that they would have saved for a pay-per-view. But then again, in today's landscape of WWE, they care more about the ratings on Raw than they do about um, you know the, the success of their pay-per-views, with buy rates and network subscriptions. So um, then again, it doesn't surprise me that him and Jericho wrestle on Raw. I would have maybe liked to have seen him, not necessarily squash guys, but, getting, but, but have a few matches with some undercard talent maybe. Um to kind of get his feet wet on the main roster before you really put him in there with jericho um that's what I would have done, but you know each his own, let's hope that you know tonight and moving forward um we see you know some we'll see some progression from him. I'm curious as to what his role will be at WrestleMania, considering the the amount of talent that is not. You know, scheduled to be a part of WrestleMania, I, I, that's what I'm curious of. What what position are they going to put him on the card, especially you know, a guy of his caliber and the way that they've built him up his first week on TV? Are
3: they just going to throw him
1: in the entre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and make him like everybody else on the roster? Are you going to give him a singles match against somebody or maybe like a multi-man ladder match of, of some kind? Where are you going to fit AJ Styles into the equation at WrestleMania?
0: I think it's an excellent question. I mean, I, I think, you know, as we talk about fantasy booking and going forward, I have no idea. I really have no idea. And I'm really, you know, I'm curious to see how AJ evolves or the AJ character evolves. And, uh, you know, I think you bring up a really good point when it comes to Styles that maybe, um, you know, him going up against, uh, you know, some lower-tier guys, as, you know, as far as his first few matches, uh, may have been a better way uh almost kind of like that that whole idea of you know we 're not going to send him down to n x t to get comfortable to bring him up to the main roster, but we 're going to put we 're going to keep him on the main roster, and his quote unquote development will be going up against uh some lower tier talent, get some wins under his belt, get to you know perform uh you know his move set and get comfortable before you Move him up against guys like Jericho and other main event type guys, but remains to be seen. I mean, the guy is talented as hell. The guy has put on five star matches. I just, you know, as a fan, when you're like just getting really pumped for a matchup and it doesn't deliver, um, you know, it's kind of a red flag. So early stages of of uh, AJ Styles' career in the WWE. Where will it go? Where will he go for WrestleMania? Um, you know, where will his character go it remains to be seen But lots of stuff to talk about You want to call in You want to talk some fantasy booking from Wrestlemania season uh, The first half hour, we talk Rock, we talk Taker We're talking AJ Styles right now Give us a call, 347-838-9815 That is the number to call Let's go out to the phones We got Rocky who's been on hold for a bit Rocky, how you doing this evening? Doing
3: fine guys, how you guys doing?
0: Doing alright man, what do you got for us?
3: Well, uh first before I go into AJ Styles, uh let I just want to say, you know, all my best to The Hitman and his announcement uh battling prostate cancer. If uh, if anyone can beat it, I think the excellence of execution, he's going to put up one hell of a fight. Hey man, totally agree with you, man. Um now to to the subject of AJ Styles. Uh, I definitely think Ken. I think you hit it on the head. Uh, let, let's let's go over some positives and negatives of the introduction of AJ Styles. First off, I thought the Rumble was great. I thought the Rumble match was well done. I thought that you got a couple of great bookings on it. But focusing on Styles, first off, I thought his elimination, because let's face it, just like the the conundrum of if Daniel Bryan was in the in the rumble anyone who put him out was going to be booed incessantly so and uh, you, maybe not to uh that degree but the same could also be said of styles with given his popularity you know on the independent circuit that being said having you know having Kevin Owens throw him out i thought that was perfect booking it sets up One hell of, uh, you know, of a rivalry. You know, perfect booking as far as, you know, face heel booking. That being said, going to the match on Raw, you know, absolutely on paper, AJ Styles versus Jericho was a dream match to probably a lot of the WWE universe. And to those people out there in in the internet wrestling community who say, you know, Oh, it's Jericho's fault. The match didn't deliver. Uh, you know, you know, hyping everything up on Jericho. Disagree absolutely. It, it goes to whenever you have new talent. Everyone always, you know, craps all over the fact they start on NXT. Oh, well, this guy is too good to start on NXT. Sometimes it's not about your level of skill, because I challenge you to look at the wrestling world and even in the business world. If somebody has just for argument's sake, 20 years of experience, I don't care what business you're talking about. If you join a new group, you still have to acclimate to the way they do things, no matter your skill level, no matter your competency, you still have to acclimate. And in this case, I think it showed itself, you know, I in my mind it's no doubt Chris Jericho can still go. He's demonstrated that time and time again. You know, is he the Jericho of, you know, early two thousand or late night? No. But has he lost that much of a step that he can't put on a you know, a four to five star match? I don't think so. And to me this was simple simply a miscommunication of styles or the way they do things. And that you know that's why I got to go with what you say, Ken. It back in the day before NXT, you had guys who went came up through OVW just to learn not necessarily that they lacked skill or move set, but you have to acclimate to the to the organization that you're going to wrestle for. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's all good points. I mean, number one, I mean, you bring up a a really, and and that that irritates me with fans, you know, and you hear it all the time. It's, you know, it's funny. If if John Cena, you know, it goes like John Cena's in a bad match, it's John Cena's fault. If he's in a good match, it's the other guy's the reason why he, you know, he made John Cena look good. I I don't think you can really get into um, the idea of blaming someone. Yeah, Jericho can still go. Um, I, I think Jericho, you know, for the first time recently is really starting to look his age. Um, I thought he looked a little older on Monday Night Raw. To Dave's point, he did go, you know, almost an hour in the Rumble. It, You know, maybe it was just that. But to, to point the finger either way that it was Jericho's fault, it was AJ's fault, um, I, I think that's unfair to both of them. Uh, the match just didn't live up to it. Uh, you know, we all know sometimes it's... Uh, you know, I guess it could be one person's fault. Sometimes it's just you don't have uh, in-ring chemistry. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's just an off night. I mean, who knows? Like I said, maybe it was AJ's nerves. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get into that that uh, blame game, but it is something. You know, and it, it's one of those things that I didn't really think about, and I get swept up with it, and I think most, a lot of fans do, where you you, you hear about these names coming over. And and you look at like NXT as like the minor leagues, you know WWE main roster is the majors, and and you know NXT is the minor leagues. And a lot of fans, again, including myself, when certain names you hear the WWE is interested in, uh, like a, a Samoa Joe, uh, you know, and they come over, and it's like they're going to NXT, and you get in that like they don't they they shouldn't be going to NXT. They they deserve to be on the main roster. They've earned their spot on the main roster. And there is that mindset, and I get that. But, you know, is it something? And, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how AJ evolves. You know, we can see, like, AJ could come out tonight and have a five-star match and we realized last week was just a hiccup. But if we do see over the course of the next few weeks where AJ is just not quite right or, or his matches are just a little bit off, you start to wonder, like, could the NXT thing have been a better idea for him just to kind of get his feet under him? Um, because you can't you can't really drop an AJ Styles. You know, you can't now... You know, if he has, a, a, like, a, a let's just... Let's go the negative route. He has a horrible first month in the WWE. You can't drop him down to NXT now. You know, you can't unring that bell. You put him on the main roster. So... You know, it's just one of those things where I, I'm curious to see how it evolves uh, because that that's the opposite end of the coin. We all want to see these guys come out on the main roster, but even though they're highly skilled individuals, they might not be acclimated to how the WWE does things. So um, I, I think it's just after seeing what happened where I do think that, uh, you know, Jericho is still very skilled. And when you see something like that happen, where it's just not a good match, um, to me, it's just I, I'm just very curious now to see how uh, the AJ Styles character evolves and how he evolves uh, in a WWE ring. Uh, Dave, your thoughts on what Rocky had to say? Well, I
1: think he makes a great point in the fact that you know, you know, in business and any aspect of life, if you're a newcomer or newbie, you know. You're going to have to get acclimated to that organization or that surrounding's way of doing things. And I think that's part. I think there's a lot of different things that attribute to maybe the reason why Styles didn't have a great match with Jericho on Monday. I think it's a combination of things. But I do think that, and it's one of the things that kind of worried me, is that is Styles going to be able to to adapt to the WWE style of wrestling? I think what's going to help him, to be honest with you, is working with guys that he's very familiar with. Uh, Because there's a rumor that Samoa Joe is allegedly supposed to be called up to the main roster as early as the night after WrestleMania on the huge Monday Night Raw that follows WrestleMania. So we know the history the two of them have together, not only just working in TNA, but the matches that they've had in TNA. um, That could be something that could help AJ working with somebody who's very familiar with. But I think, in all honesty, we could talk, we could speculate about it, but I, I think it's really too early to tell. And I'm just very optimistic that things are going to go well for him, but it would not surprise me any bit whatsoever. If his run here in WWE in the next few months doesn't live up to what many fans expected him to. And he wouldn't be the first person to do that. The other individual that we've talked about, Chris Jericho, when he first started 99, everyone expected him to do amazing things when he first started and it took him a while to get out of the blocks too, so um, just take that into account when you're when you're when you're talking about uh, the the progression or possibly lack thereof progression of AJ Styles in WWE.
3: Yeah, definitely. I, and along Dave's vein, I, I gotta agree with him that you know maybe it, it is too it's obviously too early to make the call. However. It, to help uh, AJ Styles acclimate, to pull up Samoa Joe and have some kind of three-way dance between him, uh, AJ, and Kevin Owens, I think you definitely have a formula for some entertaining matches right there. Uh, that being said, the other aspect of Raw that I just wanted to bring up, and it's something that we've brought up before, and this is me being you know, the, the eternal optimist here, was Rock's segment um specifically the point where he said we're going to go off script and i don't think it could be argued that that point of you know up to that that point was probably one of the most entertaining points of of the whole show and you you hope that in some way shape or form it kind of gets through Vince's skull that you know what He has a couple of guys with boatloads of talent. You know, I'm sure some of them are creative than others. But being the fact that the WWE right now, as far as you're talking sales, you're talking exposure and whatnot, is top of the mountain, and no one's going to come close to that in the foreseeable future, you have room to experiment. You have room to let the leash off these guys and say, look, come up with what you think. Some of the stuff may sink. Some of the stuff may swim and just let it be entertaining TV.
0: I, I just think, you know, I, I it's nice that you're optimistic. I just, I don't, I don't think that the rains are going to come off anytime soon. Um, I do you know, I think what, what's going on right now in the WWE and, and it might be, you know, it's, it's, it's twofold. I mean, it don't, you know, it's, Let's you know it's good using real life examples to to, to uh, you know move these things forward. But you know, and my job, i we you know a lot of us that work there joke all the time that you know you know our catchphrase is it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Um, you know, w- if we ask to do something new or something different, nine chances out of ten uh, we're either told no flat out or uh, we just have obstacles put in our way. Uh, at times we can, we'll just do things and then hope we don't get in trouble for doing them, um, you know. And generally, it, you know, it'll turn out okay. But if we ask, it, it's usually a no. And I think that's part of it with the WWE that not only is it Vince, you know, wanting everything to be scripted and, and just being this well-oiled machine, um, you don't have a lot of uh, stars that have the balls to say. Hey, I'm on live TV with a live mic. They can't do anything to stop me at this point and just kind of go off and and do their own thing. Um, You know, you're taking a chance because, you know, there's no WCW. There's no, uh, you know, hey, well, if I get fired here, I'll just go, you know, wherever. So there is that, you know, kind of uh, less of a likelihood for anybody to to say, you know what, I know Vince wants me to do this, but I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take a chance tonight. Because I think this will work for my character, um, and I don't think you're going to see that. And I do, um, I do admire your optimism, Rocky. But uh, I get it. Yeah, I mean, anytime the Rock's there, and you wonder how often he is completely on script. Um, but even acknowledging it last week. But I don't, I don't see, I don't see things changing. I, I really don't. I'd love, to, I'd love to be wrong, uh, but I don't see things changing and, and seeing people uh, getting a little more creative freedom. What about you, Dave? Are you there, Dave?
1: I'm sorry. I thought you were referring to Rocky.
0: No, I said, Dave. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Uh, my,
1: my. my, my th- I'm sorry. My thoughts. Your thoughts on my thoughts on. Repeat that again. My apologies.
0: Uh, on Rocky's comment on, uh, you know, getting more freedom and, and guys going off script on a more regular basis because. the Rock was.
1: I think it's a great idea, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, you got to remember, guys that were going off script and having a little more creative freedom in WWE were the, the company was not uh, also not a publicly traded company at one at that time. Now it's a publicly traded company. They answer to investors and shareholders. And just for instance, you know, I'll tell you an example. I can't imagine WWE creative or even Vince McMahon going to the shareholders and saying, "Hey, listen, John Cena's character is really stale right now, so we need to kind of." Uh, loosen the reins up on a little bit him with him and turn him into a bad guy. What do you think about that? And then the shareholders come back and say, "Well, in this quarter, you guys made X, Y, and Z on merchandise with John Cena, and in the ratings, and at the quarter-hour rating he bumped them up by five percent. We're gonna, you know what I mean? Like it's a different world. It's a, it's it's not a it's not no longer a wrestling company anymore. It's a television show. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think the I don't think that 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 kind of stuff's gonna change anytime soon." Will they get will Will they get a little more? Um, I think they'll give a, a little bit of leeway, but you're not going to get total creative freedom from guys anymore. I think the I think at some point, you know, once Vince isn't fully in charge, that you'll see guys uh, getting a little more creative leeway and freedom to develop their characters in order for them to come across as organic on television.
3: It's a good point.
0: All right, Rocky, thanks for the phone call. Good stuff, as always. I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good one, man.
3: Thanks, guys. You too.
0: Take it easy, brother. Now, let's stick with the phones. We'll go back out. We got Mike on the line. Mike, how are you doing this evening?
2: Good, man, good. Just listening to what Rocky had to say. And you know what? He's he's right on a lot of uh, points. But uh, the one thing about AJ Styles is he, he's the first wrestler in a long time that they just brought
0: up. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, a little bit of breaking news. Um, according to PW Insider, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Robert Blackjack Mulligan Windham has been hospitalized in Florida. Uh, Son in law Mike Rotunda, is lo- along with his grandsons Bray White and Bo Dallas, have left WWE Raw in Alabama to be with him. Uh, right now they're saying they don't know what his condition is at the time, but. Uh, Bray and Bo Dallas will not be on Raw uh this evening and obviously all of us here, um, all the best, uh out to Blackjack Mulligan. Sorry, Mike.
2: No, it's all right. It's, it's sad, you know. It's uh anytime you have to interrupt me about uh, you know, breaking news, it's fine. Um it's just sad. But uh before I go on with that I wanna talk about the Hitman. Um uh, I it, it's really I'm really sad about the Hitman um my my dad has prostate cancer, and the doctors told my dad that he would most likely die from something else than prostate cancer. So um, hopefully, Brett, like I said, Brett Hart can uh, fight, and I tweeted to Brett, and I emailed Brett, and he emailed me back, and he thanked me for, for emailing him and getting in touch with him. And uh, I was supposed to have Brett on my show, but he's going to
0: have to reschedule so. Yeah, I mean uh, Yeah, it's sad But I mean, you know it, It's something that uh, You know, if anyone can fight through it It's Brett And continue to send him uh, Well wishes uh, That's cool uh, So uh, your thoughts, mm-hmm. though You know, we're talking a lot about uh, Fantasy booking um little yeah. AJ Style What do you think of the AJ Styles uh, Chris Jericho match last week? I
2: thought it was good I thought there was just a little Small little 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 Stub But I thought it was good. I thought both men did great. I thought Chris Jericho and uh, AJ wrestled their asses off. I mean, AJ Styles is here now. Um, You know, he's got to prove himself to the WWE, um, you know, internet community or whatever. Um, But I I think he's great. I think he's working. I think he's phenomenal. You know, don't forget, too, he's got to come back from the – now he's faced now. When he was a New Japan wrestler, pro wrestler, and he was heel. He's got a work face, and I, I think he's good. I think Jericho worked good. I, I, I You know, I wish they would sign another match for Fastlane between these two. Um, you know, and then I heard Rocky talk about a rivalry maybe between him and Owens, um, you know, out of the Royal Rumble. Don't forget, Sammy Zane wants a piece of Kevin Owens, so he might have to get on um, line. Then I had a friend of mine that works for the East, Tell me today that they they might be planning a match for the Undertaker, and it might be Jericho. That's interesting. Mhm. I, I
1: I dig I, I would dig Jericho. I, I would dig Jericho and Undertaker. I think that'd be cool.
2: He told me about Strowman, um, which he told me he hates, um, and he told me that WWE creative right now is they're thinking about either Strowman, or they're thinking about. um... Jericho, just because Jericho hasn't had, you know, a WrestleMania match with The Undertaker. Um, But, uh, you know, it's just like, it's just amazing. Like, today I watched WrestleMania 7 and to see The Undertaker versus Jimmy Snuka, you know, to breathe it in once again, to feel it. I mean, I remember when I was a kid seeing that, you know, seeing that on pay-per-view, but to watch it today on the network, I was like, wow. It's like, you know, It's like you can sense the people, people were cheering for Undertaker. Some of the kids were scared, but people were kind of cheering for Undertaker because back then you didn't know what he was going to do. And uh, to see The Undertaker still here today is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. And he's like, you know, that last, uh, you know, link to, uh, you know, a much different era. You know, I mean, you got a guy like in The Undertaker that, you know has a link back to the, the the Hulk Hogan era the WWE he lived through the the attitude era now he's in the uh, the PG era I mean he's a guy that's uh you know lived through a lot seen uh, the the evolution of the business and to to still be standing and doing this is uh you know it, it's pretty incredible it's it's uh, it's yeah. amazing what he's done in in this uh this business
2: he also lived through the Bad Gimmicks era on uh, WCW, NWA. He lived through a lot. Through a lot. A, I mean, there's no, yeah, there's
0: no a lot doubt of bad about it. He definitely over there. the business.
2: Yeah, a lot of Bad Gimmicks over there with WCW and NWA, and and I remember when he was meaning Mark Calloway, or Callis Callis, something like that. And I remember when he wrestled uh I remember when he wrestled uh different matches and it's amazing when guys still talk to me about the Undertaker today. He, Brian Blair told me a funny story to him him and uh I thought he was making fun of his he said, Oh, he's got a I said, What do you think of the Undertaker? He said, Oh he's got a great you know, a great um what do you call a golf swing? And I was like, Oh, maybe he's making fun of his last name. He was like, No, I used to golf with him and Brian Adams who was crushed I'm like, wow, you guys golf together? He goes, yeah, I said, I never knew the Undertaker. Golfed? He said, there's a lot of things you probably never do about the Undertaker.
0: <laughs> so we haven't gotten into it yet, and uh, we might as well uh, kind of jump off with you. What are your thoughts on the triple threat match going in Fastlane?
2: Uh, I think it's going to be crazy. I think there's going to be a lot of interference. I think Interference City, I think. I mean, uh... You know, Brock Lesnar is probably gonna be targeted by the Wyatts. Um and uh and and Roman Reigns Roman Reigns is probably gonna walk out the winner. I I don't see if anybody's gonna win this match it's gonna be him because then that'll set up um that'll set up for that. I heard a rumor that The Rock might wrestle with his cousins against the New Day.
0: It's possible. I mean, I guess anything is possible. Uh, You know, uh, there's rumors that he might be in in Reigns' corner, but uh, what you saw last week on Monday Night Raw, I mean, you know, why not? Either, you know, a six-man tag or he's in uh, the the Usos' corner, but, uh, you know, who knows what they're going to do with The Rock. How much
2: hot water is he in, though, you think, with the WWE?
0: I don't don't think a lot. I mean, you know, it's... I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, The Rock obviously he wants to be there, he enjoys it. But if Vince came out and was like, "You can't do that. We're not going to use you anymore," The Rock would be like, "All right, then, then, then I'm leaving." You know, I don't think The Rock like I think The Rock cares, but it's like if Vince comes and says, "You can't do that," The Rock's going to be like, "Yeah, I can. I'm The Rock. I can do whatever I want. You want me here? Uh, you know, The Rock's got to be The Rock. That's why you bring him back. You know, you can't, you can't bring back The Rock." and bring him back as a watered-down version of The Rock. So if you're going to give him a live mic and let him be that character, uh, you you know, it's almost like, which is funny that Rock kind of has, uh, you know, Vince painted into a corner. Like, he knows that if you want me there, you got to let me do what I want to do. So I, I don't think he was really in. I think it was one of those things where, like, people probably weren't happy with it, but he didn't get in any trouble. Nobody came to him and said you shouldn't have done that. Um, you know, well, and he did. We,
2: Vince, and, I heard Vince leaned his out for it. Actually, my friend today was telling me that Vince was yelling at him and told him, you know, you've got to shape up. That's what I heard. I mean, I don't know how true he because I'm not there. That's what I heard. The way he told the Rock, you got to shape up because, uh, you know, your mouth is going to get you in trouble. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> okay. That's what I heard. I mean, my friend who works with the team told me today that that's one of the things he told me. He told me about, we talked about The Rock today. He told me about Wale, which I already knew about him. Um, you know, he, he gave me some scoops and uh, little little scoops that I might have, not, uh, might have missed. He said to me that he can hear Vince screaming at The Rock because he didn't like what he was saying.
0: I mean, I mean, it's, it's possible. Up. I mean, I can't say that. like it's, it's like out of the realm of possibilities he... that Vince would yell at The Rock. I just, I. Well, that's what he told me. That's what
2: my friend told me. Like, I, I don't know how true it is. I wasn't there. But he said to me, Mike, you could not believe the things that Vince said to The Rock. He said to the point that everybody was like, Are you serious?
0: Well, it's crazy. I mean, we'll see what happens if we, if we, uh, you know, you get to WrestleMania and, and The Rock is jobbing out to Kalisto, then uh, we know maybe he did get in trouble <laughs> from Vince.
2: Hey, The Rock might not even be there at WrestleMania, I heard, too, because something about a movie commitment.
0: I, I heard that they, like there was – I think he's, he's supposed to be there now. I mean, I heard initially that he may have had a movie commitment, but I think that's all uh, – you know, it's all squared away, and, and I'd be pretty surprised if he's not at WrestleMania this year. Um, but Mike, I,
2: I wish they would bury the hatchet with Hogan and bring Hogan back. I wish they would not just enough. get it done and say, you know what, Hulk, we, we want you back. I mean, it's not the same. WrestleMania is not going to be the same without Hogan.
0: Now you're preaching the choir. I think it's uh, you know it's it's downright silly. And like we've said before, it's a, it's a slippery slope when you start. Well, pulling guys i are mean, now out. can charge five hundred dollars for an autograph? <laughs> <laughs> You know, always good stuff. Mike, Mike, thanks for the phone call, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. I'll uh, see you
2: guys later. Hey, Dave, I'm glad I can make you laugh,
0: brother. Take it easy. Take it easy. And, uh, yeah, maybe Vince is yelling at Rock. Who, who the, the heck knows? <laughs> like, I know, but we talked a little bit about uh, the triple threat match going into Fast Lane, And, uh, uh, you know, I, I did think actually, like, amidst all that kind of kookiness that uh, we've grown to know and love for Mr. Mike, um it was a good point. Like we might be not we not I mean that I got we might not be headed to suplex city, but we might be headed to Interference City. Oh, and you look at this triple threat match, uh the potential of uh you know, members of the authority, supporters of the authority, uh and you know, could the Wyatt's uh, go after Brock Lesnar? So there is a lot of potential to uh you know, see a lot of uh, plunder, if you will. Uh, In in this matchup Um, I don't know Again I go back to like Listen to last week's show if you haven't But we, uh, we did a lot last week on You know is it time to Pull the plug On the Roman Reigns Experiment and From what I've seen out of him Now I get it Likelihood logic Take all the crowd out of it And I'm just writing a script I get it Yeah, Reigns comes out of that, the victor, he's going up against, now he's going up against the big bad boss who directly screwed him over to get that belt at the biggest show of the year. I get all of that. However, it's just, you know, the character at best has been up and down. Uh, It looked like they were moving in a decent direction as far as building Reigns back up, but I don't know if it ever quite got there. And I don't know if you've gotten Reigns to the point where he's that face that you want to go up against the ultimate "quote unquote" evil in Triple H at WrestleMania. I don't know. Like I said, logic and storytelling. here, Reigns comes out victorious, um, I don't know. I, you know, Ambrose might be the logical choice right now because his character's over. Um, do I think right now that Ambrose is is ready to be main eventing WrestleMania going after the WWE Championship? I can't say I'd bet my lunch money on that. I'm not 100% sure that he's ready. Uh you know, Brock's ready, but do we want to see Brock Triple H again? I don't know. Uh, so it's, it's there's a lot of things with this Triple Threat match, Dave, that kind of uh, you know, leave you scratching your head a little bit.
1: That's another idea I didn't really care for, and here's why. First of all, for the weeks leading up to the Royal Rumble and at the Royal Rumble, the authority had gone out of their way to Screw Roman Reigns, and successfully doing so by making sure he didn't leave the Royal Rumble match the WWE champion. Now, yes, yeah, did at one time during that match he was taken out of the match and attacked. Yes, yeah. but his elimination—you can't technically say he was screwed in a sense by his actual elimination from the match because Hunter. El- Legally eliminated Hunter was a legal Entry in the Royal Rumble And he legally Eliminated Roman Reigns But needless to say The overall Attempt itself Was to make sure That Reigns Didn't leave the champion Okay And they successfully Completed that task From start to finish Triple H New WWE World Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns The loser Lost his title Okay So the next night On Raw Hunter decides That he's the only one Good enough to hold The championship Cuts a really good Heel promo I thought it really got some good heat on him, which helped in, in for Reigns' cause. By the way, I will say my brother Justin—he was at both the Royal Rumble and Monday Night Raw in Orlando and Miami back to back. In Orlando, the whole the whole crowd was—I wouldn't say the whole crowd, but the majority of the crowd was not in favor of Roman Reigns. The next night in Miami, they were almost like a hundred percent behind him. It's really weird the 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 the, the uh, dynamic between the audience and. You know, some of the guys like Reigns and Cena. But needless to say, they set this up where we're going to find out the main event of Fastlane, okay? And everybody on the roster has got to impress in order to set up the, the, the main event to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Well, if you're the authority, okay, and you went out of your way to screw Triple H, or to screw Roman Reigns and Triple H become the WWE champion. Why would you award Roman Reigns a WWE title shot pay per view? I don't get it. I Honestly, don't get it. Okay, it, it, and I understand why they put Ambrose in there because I think that the fans nowadays they're 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 kind of smart to the booking in a sense. They'll look at. I originally think that they wanted to do Reigns and Lesnar. Because it's a big money match, and the success of the match they had at WrestleMania last year, they want to kind of piggyback off of that for Fastlane. I I think that was the original plan. I think Ambrose was a last-minute decision. The reason why I think Ambrose was a last-minute decision is because of his performance in the Rumble and the reaction that he got being one of the final two with Triple H at the end. And plus, he's also an internet guy. So they're trying to cater to the internet fans so that the whole match between Lesnar and Reigns isn't totally crapped on by the audience. I think that's why they went that route. I just don't – I'm I'm not intrigued by it. There's no predictability. It's it's, it's super predictable. There's no unpredictability in the outcome of this match whatsoever. Um, I think we're going to see Wyatt interference. I think we're going to see, you know, Reigns and Ambrose come down to the two of them at the end. I mean, I just don't – sorry, I I don't see the intrigue in – in that match whatsoever. I mean, and technically, with Reigns losing the title, isn't he granted an automatic rematch for the title? Why does he have to defend his... Why does he have to go after a number one contender spot again? Or is that just their way of trying to screw with him even more by making him fight for it again? I don't know. I just think that the, the, the logics in the booking when it comes to the Reigns and the authority has just been... A, a, huge roller coaster ride they announced him being in the royal rumble match defending the title up until last week i just, i i can't i can't fathom to think what they're what they're thinking right now heading into wrestlemania if they think that they're going to get a positive reaction for roman reigns against triple h i mean if the orlando audience was smart and they were cheering triple h we all know what wrestlemania crowds are like that's like an internet wet dream right there you know with the with the the, the the fans from overseas and the internet crowd at these WrestleManias, they they go out of their way to hijack the show and let their feelings know, you know let their feelings be known what they think of the creative. They're definitely going to do that if it's Triple H and Reigns straight up in a one on one.
0: Yeah, just I mean nothing really made. To, I mean, and, and look, it's pro wrestling, so we get it. Like you can change things. Uh, a lot of times you can bend rules, you can make rules up. I get all that. But the fact, that like, they just didn't do anything. Like you said, so Reigns is owed a title shot, technically, because we all know, and, again, we know we get it. It's pro wrestling, but, you know, the champion, there's a rematch clause. We all know it. You know, <laughs> since I was, since I started watching wrestling in the 80s, I know, God damn it, there's always a rematch clause. Now. The, the thing is, like, you could have just had, like, one line, one line, Triple H or Stephanie, you know, and because you're you're defending your title in the Rumble, we we are rescinding your rematch clause. So if you lose the Rumble, uh, you get no rematch. Whatever the case is, I mean, make make something up why there's no rematch clause. But the fact that you just glaze over it is like, you know, All right, why now? Why why does he have to, like, you just, you pretend that doesn't happen, even though we've known forever that a champion always gets a return match. Um, Yeah, the, the, uh, you know, you also could have had, you know, maybe Reigns said something like, you know, he wants to have his match, his automatic rematch at at WrestleMania. And maybe, but, but like, he says that after the authority puts together a number one contender matchup without him involved. And then you make you wind up making it a triple threat match. Because then Reigns, like, no, I'm going to WrestleMania and now I'm invoking my rematch clause. Whatever the case is. It's just you know, consistency in storytelling, consistency in booking, it just a lot of it is kind of uh muddied. We get back to that word. A fair word here, a little a little bit muddied. And uh you know, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where I think, you know, when you say Dave, it, it's pretty clear, like you just think that Reigns is gonna win, but you know, is that the right move for WrestleMania? And will they pull something uh, different out for that match um, to to, to kind idea. of uh, give us something? Uh, the weird thing is that when you look at a Brock Lesnar match, I really think looking at the three of them, and we'll get into our predictions, uh, you know, at our pre-show, but I look at that I'm like I don't think Lesnar has a prayer. I think that one thing you could bet money on is that the Wyatts will come down, they're going to really screw over uh, uh, Brock, and that's going to be uh, Brock's road to Wrestlemania is, And that's the way where he's not going to be focused On the title anymore, he's going to be focused uh, Elsewhere, so it's definitely going to come down To Ambrose and, and Reigns uh, Kind of having to go after each other um, But I, I don't know, I, I just don't know If, uh, even myself And we haven't been Reigns haters here But I don't even know if I want to see Reigns Going after the belt again this year At Wrestlemania
1: um, I mean Alright We've been talking about, do we end the Roman Reigns experiment? We've even talked about the possibility of The Rock being in his corner. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'll give you my prediction for Fastlane right now. I think Roman Reigns is winning. By hook or by crook, he's going to get to WrestleMania and challenge Triple H for the title. Okay? I'll give you you that prediction. I may change my mind depending on how the booking goes in the next few weeks, but nonetheless, that's my prediction right now. I'm predicting that The Rock's going to be in his corner. Okay? But if you want that babyface reaction, if you're really going to stick with him and go with, the plan is to make him the number one good guy, then you put him in Triple H in the main event at WrestleMania for the title. With the Rock and Triple H era in his corner, Triple H will have Vince and Stephanie in his corner. You make Steve Austin the special guest referee. Really make, you got to add a lot to this match to really get people to want to see it, okay? Stuff like that takes place. Somehow during the match, if you really want the reaction you want for Roman Reigns as a babyface, You somehow insert Daniel Bryan into the picture, the most over guy that's not currently on the active roster right now. Let's say, for argument's sake, the League of Nations or hell, even the Click, okay, they get involved, and somehow they neutralize the Rock. And then Shawn Michaels gets involved and knocks out Steve Austin, makes himself the guest referee. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Daniel Bryan comes out, enters the fray to to help the Rock thwart off the Click and to help neutralize so that Reigns eventually gets the win over Triple H. That's Vince McMahon and WWE creative practically begging the internet wrestling community to boo Daniel Bryan for being associated with Roman Reigns. You're either going to boo Daniel Bryan for being associated with Roman Reigns, or you're going to cheer the scenario and Reigns comes out the victor. And Daniel Bryan raises his hand at the end of WrestleMania, standing tall as the WWE champion. That's, I think, the last, Ditch effort that they can pull To make Roman Reigns the number one babyface By
0: associating him with, with uh, Daniel Bryan
1: and then at the end You have Reigns turn on
0: Daniel Bryan And go complete full heel Yeah I mean that wouldn't be a bad deal you know, Especially if you want to get uh, Roman Reigns To be a You know a white hot heel Have him turn on, on Daniel Bryan and that would help I mean I you know again it's like it's so tough With Daniel Bryan like you know and I get it. As much as I want to see the guy back on TV, you got to use him, you know, exactly the right way in at the right event because, you know, at this point, like, you know, these fans, these crowds, it's, uh, you know, if Daniel Bryant loses anything at any point in time, it, you know, it's like they're going to crap all over it. So uh, you got to use him the right way. And if he actually helps Reigns and then Reigns turns on him, uh that could be intriguing stuff. That could be something that's interesting. But, again, it's like, you know, Dave, you're coming up with this, like, all these, like, plans and these, these you know, all this stuff that you have to put together. And it's just kind of one of those things where I find myself thinking, you know, is, and I don't, I, I know it sounds horrible, but it's like, is Reigns worth it? Is, is Reigns, are you so invested in this guy being the guy that you have to like you know you have to go get rock in austin and you have to do all this stuff you know or is it time to to look elsewhere as far as a guy and and i don't i don't know if i have the answer but i do find myself wondering you know is does, is this guy really worth doing all of that or is it time to just look elsewhere and i i don't think there's a simple answer there um and i agree with you i'm leaning towards reigns winning the triple threat do you think there's any way that Ambrose wins that triple threat?
1: I think if he does win it, it's because they have soured on the idea of 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 Reigns heading into WrestleMania as the challenger, or they do it to throw us fans off and be like, "Ah, oh, we got you. We're not exactly going the way you thought we did," and then somehow Ambrose and Reigns have a re- have a have a rematch the next night on Raw. To determine who faces Triple H. Maybe there's some sort of weird finish at the end where it's very controversial. Ambrose wins, but he's going to defend the title shot, the number one contender spot against Reigns the next night on Raw, and then that's how you set it up.
0: Yeah, dude, if Ambrose wins like the number one contendership out of the Triple Threat and then has to put it on the line the next night and loses it, uh, people are just going to hate Reigns. It's going to be even more difficult to get him... Over as a top babyface It's too. just intriguing stuff right now When you look at, again, like, like I said At the top of the show And it's going to be fun stuff over the next few weeks um, With the injuries With the uh, up and down nature Of the Roman Reigns experiment uh, You know, this Wrestlemania Looking for it to be uh, The biggest one ever uh, Where do they go? Who's who's getting booked where? it's uh, It's going to be intriguing to see what happens The Beast Incarnate to be on Monday Night Raw tonight. Curious what him or his advocate, Paul Heyman, have to say tonight. Get on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Ken Reedy Show. We will have the Raw chat going on tonight for Raw. Callers, listeners, thank you all for supporting the show. You guys were awesome. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. For Dave, I am Ken. Good night, everybody.